There was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to another Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Braves are in their beds for the first time in second session, and the sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a Maine summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. And this is your Blue Sheet Report about what did happen today. And just in case you were wondering, for Arrival Day, today, the 18th of July, 2018, the weather was pitch perfect. When I say as blue as a main summer sky, that's exactly the color. It was so gorgeous. It was 75 degrees, light breeze off the lake. Just as soon as you started feeling like you're getting a little hot, some little breeze would come along and make you feel great. And it was just one of those totally perfect main days. Couldn't have asked for anything better. And even better, it was preceded by a massive thunderstorm and rainstorm last night. And so all of the grass is about as green as it gets. It was like we had our own natural PR firm just making everything look so perfect for the boys and the visiting parents. Normally what we do in this first section, just in case, actually I should just start at the beginning and say, this podcast is all about each day, and the first half of it is going to be the Blue Sheet Report, which is where everyone gets to hear what happened today, what the schedule was, what was happening, what's coming up tomorrow, and all that stuff. There's an in the whole section, which is what's literally tomorrow, and the next one is called On Deck, which is two days out, and you can just hear and see what's coming. However, obviously today is arrival day, so there's no blue sheet report to report on. But I just wanted everyone to know what the normal but I just wanted everyone to know what the normal run of the podcast is gonna be. They usually take about ten minutes and they cover different subjects and the second half, after a little bit of found sound from the field, thanks to our totally awesome and super hardworking media specialist named Tammy, who's sitting across me right now, is the what I saw today section. And that's really all about a specific anecdote or a special event that I happen to be there for or some sort of distillation of a moment. And that's kind of the story time part of this. And then on the way out, you get to hear the good night song. So here's the closest thing we can get to for a blue sheet report today. The first, we woke up at eight o'clock this morning for breakfast. Everyone went around to all the areas, cleaned all the cabins, all the residence life areas were cleaned up, and then everyone had program prep time from 9.30 to 11.30. The Lice Treatment Center arrived and checked the whole staff, and then we had lunch a little early. There were a few boys that arrived the night before, and those guys are from California, some international boys. They're always wonderful because they're so excited to be there when no one is there yet and also to meet all the counselors and get all the hugs and so on and so forth. And they arrive a little early because they travel from so far away that it is important that they acclimate to the time zone and get ready for arrival day. 
At 12.45 p.m., we had a staff meeting in the Grove. Everybody moved their cars. And then right around noon, parents began arriving. And that's pretty great because everybody gets out of the cars and is excited. And, you know, there's lots of hugging. And there's always that nervous tension, of course, because sometimes the dropping-off parents are new parents. And it can be a little, you know, a little bit intimidating to look at this big expanse and this gorgeous camp and know that your little one is going to be here for the next three and a half weeks and not at home and we understand that so there's a lot of reassuring and some smiles and those of you who are here for that part of the day you know what that was like and you got to see the inside of the bunks and meet the counselors it was really great at about three o'clock we had most of the parents leaving and because we had the vans and buses arriving and the newton bus and the connecticut bus and New York, and all the other transportation starts to arrive. And that is one of the best parts of the first week, I think, is having the boys get off the buses with these big smiles and these expectant grins and their eyes are wide. And the ones who've been here before, they sometimes get a very formal greeting. I'll say, well, hello there, Mr. Last Name, Last Name. Welcome to Camp Cropacy for Boys. And they stand up straight and they solemnly shake my hand and they then they give me a hug and off the Bus they come in into the fray of everyone screaming and jumping around and being excited about them at camp. Every so often, of course, there's a new boy who sort of pauses in the stairwell and gets a little nervous. And that's totally normal. And we ask him his name. He gets to say it. And then Alyssa, the accountant, checks where his bunk is. And I'm shaking his hand, usually talking to him. You can probably see pictures of this. And then I say, welcome to Camp Privacy. Sometimes I even say, welcome home. And he gives me a you know, a half smile or a full smile, and he steps off the bus, and we say his cabin name nice and loud, and then the counselors go crazy. Some of them even have whistles, and he gets swallowed up by this social fabric that is Kavasi. And I like to think that if you'll pardon the reach here, that nothing is really ever the same for him after that. Hopefully, that is the case. I think it is. There's a little moment there at the bus. I love it very much to watch the boys step off regular life and step into life here at Kavasi. At 4 p.m. we have some scheduled activities around camp, soccer, baseball, tennis, and basketball, and then back to cabins at about 5.30 to wash for dinner and get ready. Then they all come up to the first flag ceremony of the summer, and normally we do nominations, which many of you have heard me talk about. That's where someone gets nominated for something cool that happened that day or living up to the values of Kavasi community brotherhood and sportsmanship but today we just did the most senior campers in each of the age groups sachem council warriors and braves the boys who'd been here the longest and they took down the flag after the cannon fired and they folded up the flag they almost remembered how to do it perfectly and then we went in for lewis lee jr's famous first night dinner fried chicken that would be fried chicken with homemade green beans homemade mashed potatoes of course, the breading and the chicken itself is Lewis's grandmother's recipe, and he doesn't let anyone watch him when he makes it because it's secret, and it's amazing. I think part of the secret, not the whole thing, involves some sort of soaking in buttermilk. I think that's true. I may be making that up, but it may be true also. And the boys devoured it. I, I don't know if there's anything that can make a boy who's a little nervous feel better than a plate full of homemade mashed potatoes, green beans, Lewis's fried chicken, and a delicious salad, which, by the way, most of which is coming from our organic garden at this point of the summer. So 
arugula, spinach, butter, bib lettuce, just the best. And then, and then for dessert, another first night tradition, cookies as big as your face. I don't think they need any more description than that. After dinner is a crucial night. It's bunk night. We don't do a campfire on the first day because a little while ago, we all decided that a campfire was too overwhelming for the boys. And what they needed was, first what they needed was to feel connected to their small unit, their bunk. And then tomorrow night is the big campfire night. And in between, all the new boys will learn the fight song taught to them during rest hour tomorrow by the sachem. So I'm very excited about that. Then shower hour and... Then it's bedtime. And it was so great tonight to walk around to especially the Braves bunks and say goodnight to all the boys and to see them settling in amongst all of these bunks, the soft light of the lamps, and just in general watching these little guys relax and take a deep breath and realize that they have these counselors who have their backs and they are in basically a long-term sleepover and tomorrow is full of wonders. Bedtime is one of my favorite times at Kravacy, and it was just really great to check in on the Braves tonight. And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today. First day of second session, 2018. Camp Cobbacy, and each day I get out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbacy itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's marvelous one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. These are obviously some of my favorite times. This is what I saw today. Over and over, parents, 
I get to come into your homes and meet the boy in question in a a moment that is in his environment. He's got he's sitting on his favorite couch, he's sitting at his dinner table in his house, he's sitting at the you know, on the corner of a couch in the den, he's sitting somewhere that makes him feel comfortable. You are nearby, his siblings are nearby, his dog is nearby, his cat. He just had food that he likes, cooked by someone he knows. All the things are safe, except the new thing in the room is me and all these stories about Kabasi. And what is so profound about today is that it switches. The things that are familiar for the boy are his stuff, his shoes, his outfit that he chose for today the way his body moves in the world. He knows those things still, but everything else is different. And that sounds really scary maybe, but not if you think that everything else is different with one intention in mind, which is to make him feel safe, make him feel like this place is special and to get him ready to go outside of his comfort zones and make connections socially and to try new things physically and basically to become the best version of himself. And that's all stacked up and waiting for him. And what I saw today over and over and over, if it wasn't just the boys coming off the bus, or if it was the moment when I walked up to a bunch of the boys standing in line for health checks, or went over to life checks and chatted up some of the boys, or just the roar that came back to me at Flags tonight when I said, good evening, Camp Cravacy, and then mentioned fried chicken, is that the boys are beginning to realize those new boys, the ones who have made the switch, have done the reversal, that this might not be their couch in their house after food that someone they know cooked for them, but it is a paradise that is keyed to their song, if you'll pardon the figurative language. And what that looks like is a, a like an excited disbelief that this place could be real. Maybe it's the fact that here at dinner, after seconds, you get to bang on the tables and make a lot of noise. And when it's someone's birthday, a birthday moose shows up and hands them a birthday cake. Or maybe it's that here, the older boys will try to get you into a chant in the dining hall, and the adults, instead of quieting it down, will help and get it going, and that maybe your counselor will be in the scrum of boys in the middle jumping up and down. Or maybe it's just that every one of the adults that they see, coaches who may be 40 or 50, or the college-age staff who are in their bunks look them in the eyes and give them a high-five, or there's a joke, or they see older older boys making easy jokes with adults who in regular life might seem a little bit unassailable or distant, and that here they're not. Whatever it is, you can see two things. First, the reversal, and then the relaxation. And that's just going to keep going for the many days that follow this one and the many podcasts you'll hear about. But I really love Arrival Day, parents and families. You get to see the ground move under the boy's feet in the best direction. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. And silence reigns on lake and shore. Gather me to sing to Kabasi as we go.
from us be yours always. And